Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is a co-founder and head of global markets at WT Blockchain, the WTZ Blockchain, I'm sorry. Uh, the name, I hope I pronounced this right, is uh, Shei Yan. How you doing, sir? I'm good, I'm good. Actually, uh, you did pretty well on the pronunciation thing. It's uh, very close to its uh, Chinese pronunciation, so thank you. <laughs> thank you for oh, having me. No, no problem, yeah. So tell me about uh, WTZ Blockchain. What What's the idea of the company? So, um... So uh, first of all, uh, WTZ is a person. Well, he's uh, he's uh, the, uh, uh, my boss. So WTZ himself uh, has a very interesting life story. He actually dropped out of college um, to start his to start his own business, uh, but it didn't work out, and uh, he was broke, and uh, he had he had he had to sleep in his friend's couch for quite a long time. Uh, but from there, WTZ went through some other ventures and uh, uh, accumulated some wealth um, uh, before he started investing in cryptocurrency. Um, and uh, when he actually uh, started this, um, he decided to uh, write a diary, keeping track of what he's doing uh, and uh, publish it every day. Uh, so the, the very first post was uh, actually titled um, I'm putting in 1 million yuan in cryptocurrency. Watch me make it 10 million. Hmm. And it, it, it draws a lot of attention because um, nobody was doing this uh, kind of 
diary thing in, uh, uh, back then. And the, yeah, this right. is basically where, where everything started. Uh, right now, we are the second most viewed blockchain content producer on WeChat. Um, we have over 25 or 26,000 views every day. So yeah, wow. we, we, are, we are doing really well. Yeah. So you, you said you're posting content on blockchain. What's happening? Is it, um, is it just what's happening in China? Is it worldwide? Like what's, what's the focus of the content you, you create? So, um, so, so we, we, we've came a long way from the original diary thing. Oh, well, of course, uh, WTZ still uh, keeps writing diary every day. Uh, that's our main content. Basically, it is uh, his uh, uh, investment strategies, um, uh, what he's uh, thinking about the market uh, on that particular day and uh, giving out suggestions. But we are also um, now expanding to uh, other media content as well. Um, we, we have uh, another channel, which is uh, focusing on, uh, uh, on video content, um, we 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 uh, we shoot videos uh, on conferences of uh, uh, interviews, uh, um, and also uh, we we get uh, in, uh, we get uh, video content from our viewers, um, and uh, we we publish it for them. Yeah, tell, so, tell so me the, a little bit more about the the focus of the content. The focus of the, the video content was uh, very broad. Uh, we we have um, uh, uh, video on uh, conferences, uh, on uh, interviewing uh, with the blockchain startup company uh, members. We also publish uh, video uh, that's um, from our viewers uh, telling their story behind the, uh, their blockchain stories. We have um, uh, stories uh, about uh, Bitcoin miners and uh, also uh, stories uh, behind people uh, getting uh, uh, how people getting started with this uh, thing is like uh, their life story. Um, okay. Yeah, that's that's basically it. And you said mostly um, your main channel is to push information out on WeChat, or are there other channels that you're big in? Uh, yes. Uh, right now we are uh, mostly focusing on WeChat. We have uh, um, channels through other um, uh, uh, through other platform as well, like. Uh, Tingse.com. Uh, Tingse.com is uh, 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 a blockchain um, blog uh, and uh, a lot of uh, news uh, website uh, that's very huge in China. Um, yeah, but basically uh, our main main channel is through WeChat because WeChat is actually a very big platform uh, around uh, half a billion users. So wow. yes, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is uh, definitely a good market to explore by itself. What's, um, you know, I'm not in China. Um, it seems to me, just being an outsider, that the climate is very anti-blockchain and anti-Bitcoin. But you know, you're there in the thick of it. What's it really like? So, so yeah, this is a very interesting question. So, um, so, so the the, the Chinese uh, government has a very uh, conservative stand uh, on this block, whole blockchain thing, uh, because uh, the Ch Chinese is actually. Uh, controlling, uh, you know, uh, its foreign currency, you know, uh, flowing out of the country, and uh, of course, blockchain is a, a good way to to do that. And um, yeah, and uh, they, they 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 like to maintain a strong control of the economy on the you know on yuan, and uh, so so basically, blockchain is uh, the the opposite side of all of that. So that that's why 
uh, Chinese government is very conservative about it. We we have heard uh, a lot of stories behind the uh, uh, Chinese government banning ICOs. More mm. more 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 recently, even banning uh, exchanges. It is uh, it is uh, definitely very uh, concerning for for me for uh, and for uh, the, the the blockchain community there, and and also because of that, it, it, the the the, the the environment, because of the environment in China, uh, we we develop a whole different uh, type of approach in this um, uh, blockchain investment thing. For example, um, in China, people don't usually uh, participate in ICOs by themselves because you you cannot get any information uh, just on search engines. Actually, if you search ICOs, uh, there's nothing there. Um, so, so basically, uh, people use uh, a, a syndicate to um, to invest in ICOs. That's the main main process. That's the so so basically, we have a lot of uh, uh, syndicate managers. Um, uh, they, so, so some of them are quite famous uh, in this community, and uh, they can uh, you know um, tell about uh, their uh, investments. Uh, uh, projects, uh, their um, the, the 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 ICO projects, uh, they, they 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 really uh, like and uh, ask people, you know, to join the syndicate. Um, yeah, so that's uh, it is uh, quite uh, quite interesting uh, phenomenon there. I think uh, that's uh, and it's very different from uh, the rest of the the rest of the uh, the world. What do you think uh, will happen going forward with uh, you know China's stance on blockchain technology? I know it's just guesses, but do you think they're going to soften their stance? Do you think that uh, they want to develop, you know, the, the People's Bank of China or the government wants to develop their own permission blockchain? I mean, where do you see things going? Yes, I, I think I think uh, um, uh, China is not, uh, you know, taking like uh, and uh, like uh, uh, taking a very um, hostile uh, position towards this technology because uh, um, I think they still want to uh, be part of this. They just don't want to, you know, give um, too much control over of this technology over um, to others. And uh, I, I think they are definitely uh, thinking about uh, developing their own uh, blockchain technology, their own uh, cryptocurrency. And and uh, and if you think about it, um, uh, before the, the the blockchain mines are all banned in China, uh, uh, up. About uh, about actually about fifty percent of the the, the hash powers uh, came from uh, came from China, and uh, it is uh, mm. a, a lot a lot it is a lot of power uh, to 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 have uh, over the, the Bitcoin, and uh, I I think it is actually uh, not quite wise you know for the Chinese government just to give up this kind of uh, power like by you know banning. Those mining activities. Yes, that's uh, that's my that's my uh, opinion. Okay. Hey, what what trends do you see uh, happening within the crypto community? You know, over this year, it seems like so far the year is not off to a great start. I mean, you know, regulation is uh, coming up more and more, and interest in ICOs and everything else seems to be waning a little bit. What's your guess on what's going to happen this year? Yeah. So so uh, so we yes we we are not uh, at a, a good start. Um, but um, if we look at uh, past years, um, like um, usually uh, February is a, is a bad month 
for cryptocurrencies. Uh, this year, um, uh, the, the, the time just get extended a little bit longer. Um, I'm I'm still I'm I'm still very optimistic about uh, uh, this year, and uh, I I think I think there are but there are a few things we we need to concern about. First is the uh, uh, security because because um, uh, uh, right now it's uh, just uh, uh, just uh, uh, three months uh, uh, of 2018, and we have seen uh, numerous uh, incidents happens uh, around the globe uh, about uh, hacking and uh, you know um, uh, so for example uh, just uh, uh, the, the January uh, of uh, 2018 uh, Coincheck uh, lost uh, 530 million dollars worth of uh, mm. cryptocurrencies and uh, if we just uh, look back a little bit uh, last year December uh, Ubit um, which is uh, the third Largest uh, um, exchanges in Korea uh, lost uh, 17% and uh, went bankrupt. And, and um, it's not just the exchanges. Um, if we still remember the, the, the November of 2017, uh, Parity, which is um, uh, Ether wallet, uh, lost uh, $32 million of Ether um, uh, due to hacking activities. So it is, happen it is happening just too frequent. We, we, right now, we, we are putting our digital assets in exchanges, and basically we're praying that it, it, does, it doesn't get stolen, right? Uh, I, I, I don't think this is, this, this is the right way to go. We, we, should, definitely, we should definitely focus more on uh, uh, enhancing the, the security uh, on our uh, uh, exchanges and wallet. Um, and uh, I, I think that the, the, the second um, thing is about um, uh, uh, De decentralized trading. So, um, because because we, we, we should have a way to uh, convenient conveniently make a P2P transactions in blockchain. This is what blockchain was about. We, we, we should keep reminding ourselves uh, uh, where we came from, the idea behind Bitcoin and blockchains, decentralization. So, so, so we should definitely pay more attention to to the development of uh, cross-chain wallets and uh, decentralized exchanges. Yeah, this I think those are uh, very uh, important things uh, in in the in the development of uh, this technology. Any, um, how do you see geographic differences in how blockchain is viewed? You know, again, you're in Asia. You deal a lot with the Chinese market. Um, I'm in the U.S. You know, do you have perspective on how blockchain is viewed outside of the U.S. and worldwide, and what's it like? That's that's a very good question. I'm glad you 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 asked me about this. So 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 basically, um, so so basically, if we really think about it, maybe even only the top ten or or, or even top five coins or cryptocurrencies are actually global. Um, and the rest are just regional as they are only uh, widely traded in certain areas of the world. And uh, mm. the, 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 the reason behind this, uh, I, I think it is because we don't have a, a globalized blockchain media to break through the language barriers. So uh, myself, I'm, I'm, I have actually uh, lived in the U.S. for more than five years now. Um, huh. but, yeah, but, 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 you know, my, my, my company, which is uh, based in China, uh, focus on yeah. the Chinese market, so so I kind of uh, deal with uh, both uh, markets, and um, um, I've I've already lost track of uh, how many times it has happened to me that uh, when I talk to an uh, English-speaking person about a, 
famous Chinese project, uh, and uh, they don't, they have no idea about what it is. And it is the yeah, same sure. the other way around. Yeah, and uh, it is such a shame to 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 see, you know, a technology as great as blockchain. You know, it is probably the one of the most the greatest innovations of twenty first century to to get put over by. By, by such small problem, you know, language barriers. It's a, it is. It, I think it is a shame. So, so, so basically, um, I, I, I think that um, uh, the, the reason behind this is because the block, uh, uh, blockchain uh, projects uh, are all based on uh, communities. Um, so, so that uh, based on community, based on uh, social media. Uh, so, so when you build a, a, a English speaking community, there is an inherent wall up, uh, around this community preventing investors speaking other languages um and um yeah i i, I think this is a, a huge problem and uh, uh our company right. has definitely realized that and uh, we are actually just entering the english speaking market um and we want to you know uh bring blockchain information from china to to the english speaking world and uh, uh, of course, we 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 can we can you know uh, break this uh, language barriers by ourselves. But I I think it is a, a we are doing um uh, we are doing this so that uh, people can start to realize this problem. Yeah, I think I think media uh, companies uh, from all countries should from all uh, language backgrounds should work together. You know to 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 make this technology global. That's that's very important. Yeah, no, I, I agree. What what are the most important languages? That you, you know, if you had to pick a few, I would say I guess English, Chinese, maybe Korean. You know, what are the top uh, five languages Japanese. you think that it's important to have uh, this translated to? Oh, it's uh, this is uh, this is hard, but I I I think um, uh, English, Chinese, uh, Korean, Japanese, Spanish. Yeah, are are all very important. Um, mm. And the French and the uh, 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 German as well. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, it, it's basically if we 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 take a look at the at the where uh, all the uh, cryptocurrency transaction has happened. I think those languages are the most important ones we should uh, focus on right now. I'm not saying that okay. the, the the rest is not important, but yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, you know taking a very uh, uh, based on the, the the market data here. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, I know. There's always a skew, so that's why I asked what the top five are. Of, of course, every language is important, but it's there's a lot more going on in certain languages, so those are the ones that need to be addressed first, and it's hard to do every language, of course, so you have to pick a few to start, you know. But that's great that you're going to be doing uh, English translations of uh, of all your content. And, is there... Um, uh, I is there a way for English outlets, American outlets, or European outlets to translate into Chinese easily, or is that a big barrier? Any suggestions oh, there, or recommendations? I think that's uh, a huge barrier there, because uh, uh, from from what I've known, like um, the, the English-based or other language-based uh, uh, crypto uh, currency medias has not taken uh, a lot of uh, uh, efforts to you know to expand to the Chinese market, um, and I understand that because because uh, there there isn't really an international you know cryptocurrency media companies there yet. Um, we don't yeah. have a CNN or a BBC <laughs> in cryptocurrency media. 
Uh, but 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 I I I think but still we are in a very early stage in this whole thing, and I I think we we will get there some 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 sometime. We'll definitely get there. I think. Okay. Well, very good. Um, what's the way that listeners can uh, engage with your content? I don't know if it's ready for English yet or not. But um, you know, regardless of their language, where can they find your content? And are there any particular pieces that you're you're proud of that they should look at first, or that would be super helpful to them? Yeah. So 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 uh, as I mentioned, uh, we we just started in the English speaking world, uh, but we we have uh, several uh, we have our uh, social media accounts set up. Uh, we have a YouTube channel. If you search WTZ Blockchain, you should find find us. We also are, uh, we are also on Twitter. Uh, so on the YouTube channel, we have uh, several videos uh, that's, uh, in English already. Um, definitely check it out if you are interested. Yeah, that, that's basically how how you could find us uh, through the you know English speaking channel. But uh, through uh, Chinese, of course, you just go on WeChat and uh, search for Wang Tuanzhang Chu Kai Lian Xue Yuan, and uh, you you find us. Yeah, that's that's it. Okay. Um, so what's the best way for people to contact you? You said they go on WeChat, and what should they look up? Can you spell it? Oh, uh, so we don't really have an English WeChat account yet. So you okay. probably need to, yeah, uh, you know, uh, searching Chinese characters. Um, I would say I would suggest uh, go to our uh, uh, go to our Twitter account because I have uh, links there uh, that will take you to the Chinese. Uh, uh, so the WeChat uh, account, uh, I think okay. that's the best way to do. Okay. All right, that's great. And your Twitter account is what? Can you just spell it out? Yeah, the the, the Twitter uh, the Twitter account is um uh, uh so so our uh, account is at uh, uh college W T Z C O L L E G E W T Z. Okay, very good. Well, I appreciate your time coming on the podcast, and uh, you know, I'd like to hear more about what's going on in China. I'm sure a lot of people in the U S. Again, they just all they hear is rumors and speculation, and it's um, people here really don't know much about what's going on. So I'm glad you came on and gave us some insight. So thank you. Well, thank you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, in their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. 
You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to BFTExpo.com. That's BlockchainFutureTechExpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.